learning culture is the greatest driver of employee engagement and retention and overall culture you're trying to create. Hey guys, it's your girl, Ashley Graham, and you are listening to Business Life and Coffee Podcast with your boy, Joey Price. Hey, what's up? And thank you for joining another episode of the Business Life and Coffee Podcast. I hope you've got your coffee right next to you and we're ready to get started. This week, we are talking about micro learning. Have you heard about it? If not, it's changing the game of the way we teach employees and customers new skills and abilities. Joining me is Isaac Tolpin, who's a microlearning expert and ed tech disruptor. Now, he's one of the founders of Conveyor, the number one microlearning platform for learner engagement. He's a tech entrepreneur and futurist at heart on a mission to enable brands to align their training with human behavior, leading to breakthrough learner engagement. And now, Isaac, say what's up to everybody. Thanks for coming on to the show. Oh, so great to be here, Joey. I love uh, what you're doing and talking about on this podcast. Hey, Isaac, I love what you're doing as well, man. And we were able to talk before the show about microlearning and how it's the new way that people are learning skills and abilities. But could you kind of start us at the ground floor and give an overview of three things that people need to know about microlearning? Sure. And everybody can probably relate to this. One time or another, they've done online training. And probably the next thing you think of is how boring it is. And so we are killing boring with microlearning, which is breaking down content into smaller pieces. Really, the software would enables you as the small business or even mid to larger company, break down that content very, very easily and deliver it in a humanized way in the way people like to receive it. So the three things are you got to establish learner trust. And if you teach people in segments longer than five minutes, then you've blown it. And there's a few things that happen, need to happen within five minutes. First thing is it needs to be straight into the point content. Video quality needs to be good, but doesn't need to be highly edited. There needs to be engagement. People want an experience. So they need to be able to communicate and engage with that content. And it needs to be gamified. They need to get rewarded. And it needs to be great on a mobile device. And if you accomplish those things all within five, seven minutes max, then you're keeping learner trust with your people. And what I mean by that, maybe the last point to answer your question, is when they think about coming back to learning, do they and they say, do I have 15 minutes right now? They're probably going to say no. Do I have 10 minutes? Probably no. But if they think, oh, do I have five minutes right now? And then every time they go back, it only takes five minutes and all those things happen. Boom. You have successfully engaged people into learning, which can drive a learning culture forward. Hey, Isaac, that's a really great point about needing that five minutes to really, really count because we're in an era of YouTube and Instagram and the short clips are really winning. And we're seeing a lot of analytics these days that say people really only tune in to about the first one or two minutes. And if you've lost their attention, bam, they're on to something else. Oh, yeah, totally. And that, another point is like to get them beyond the one to two minutes, you got to have those other things, right? If they know they're going to get rewarded, there's a leaderboard and they get points and gamification and these kinds of things. Now you're adding some really positive social pressure into it too. Yeah. Well, hey, Isaac, how did you get into micro learning? Yeah, you know, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. And uh, I used to have an agency that did the production side of e-learning for big celebrity influencers, corporate trainers, and so forth, and learned a lot. And uh, my business partner, Stephen Ryan, and I decided, you know what, it's time to build something from the ground up that's for the learner, but also works for the business people. And it's just super engaging. And I'll give you a story real quick. Uh, you know, Capital One, a larger company, obviously, <laughs> yeah. Marion Coke, 
they they all uh, went through a 30 lesson course. A portion of their people went through a 30 lesson course, the same course. It was delivered, dripped out every day with a text message notification, which is super important. We'll talk about that later. And every day they get a new short video and a gamified question. And it was made optional. And the stats were staggering. The engagement was incredible. Um, they literally got 75 to 100% completion of all 30 lessons from those three different companies. Wow. So you worked with a large company, Capital One, for micro learning, but you mentioned the text message aspect of it. I'd imagine that one of the other elements of getting people to learn is uh, <laughs> meeting people where they are, because I know if I get emails, I really don't open them, but I do look at and respond to text messages. So if you're trying to get a learner's attention, would you say that text messages are like the best way to go? What are you guys seeing? Yeah, absolutely. I love that you have a, a HR leader background. Uh, you get it. I mean, people get busy and you, you can't just have a repository of content and go, hey, everybody, here's the content, go learn from it. Whether you're selling content as a very small business, information entrepreneur, or you're creating training for employees, you cannot just expect people to come back to your content. And why should you care about that if you're selling content? Well, you should because, um, frankly, if they don't consume what they bought from you, they're not going to buy anything else. Okay, you're building a brand and what you build needs to align with your brand. If you're a company, if you put in front of them experiences inferior to what they use in their everyday lives, they are grinding their teeth as they're doing it and it's hurting your employee engagement and retention of employees when it should actually be helping. And so text message is just one of many pieces that is working, which is let them use their mobile device. Let them get a text message with a unique learner link. They click it, there's no login, and boom, they're right into the next lesson. Drip content out to them so you're bringing content to them in a relevant way versus expecting them in their own time to go somewhere else. You're listening to Isaac Tolpin, who is a microlearning expert and edtech disruptor, and he's also one of the founders of Convey your.com, the number one micro learning platform for learner engagement. Hey, Isaac, you're an ed tech disruptor. So talk to us a little bit about the ed tech scene and how your offering is so different than what's out there. Yeah. So there's two spaces in the trainer world. There's like Kajabi, Thinkific, Teachable, things like that. In the company space, enterprise space, there's, you know, all these different learning management systems or LMS systems. And what you see in both places is programs built either from the marketing perspective on the trainer side or from the HR perspective in the company side. Neither side has built something that aligns with where human behavior is good. And that's why you're seeing horrible stats. If an information marketer sells something, almost nobody makes it through it. If a company gives something that's optional, that's online learning, almost nobody does it. Companies get the highest retention because they want to keep their job. If they're told to do something, they do it. doesn't mean they're retaining it or actually going to implement that information. They're most likely letting it run to please you and doing something else. And so when you talk about ed tech disruption, you have to disruption in anything. You have to think anew. There's this great book, Think Better, Tim Hurston, I believe it is. And there's one part of this book where it talks about the word Kaizen, which I believe means constant, incremental, never-ending improvement, something like that. And if there were a word in Japanese, I believe is where the word came from, that meant good revolution, it would be called Kaizen. And it takes today in the new economy, good revolution to think anew. And the only way you can do that is suspending your conditioned thinking long enough, the way we have done things, incrementally improving what we have in the past, and setting that aside and doing some what I call clear thinking to think about new solutions without being disrupted by your experience. Experience can be good in some cases, but for innovation, it can be horrible. And so Stephen Ryan and I, 
we set aside our experiences and we thought anew with this one objective. What do we build that people, the learner, would actually enjoy and love coming back to and really engage with? And that's where you can disrupt things, whether it's in our space or any space. Yeah, you make a good point, Isaac. I started my business back in 2011, and it wasn't based on the experience I had in my field. It was actually based on my, uh, I guess, my disgust or my angst or the disappointment I had with the experience in my field. And so I wanted to do something different. And when it came to creating a HR outsourcing company, I looked at, okay, well, what did I not like about the experience? So like, I didn't want to recreate status quo. And then I looked around and said, what is the market doing? What are other industries doing as far as remote work or remote freelancing or just even, you know, it was a time where if you live in Chicago, your boss might be in DC. And so I said, huh, HR doesn't have to be in the office. So let me create something where I can live out my dream of a flexible lifestyle and uh, be able to travel and solve the question of can we really improve HR in the way that small businesses do it? I really think people need to listen to what you said about it not being all about your past experience. One of my favorite quotes is the Wayne Gretzky one that says, I don't skate where the puck is, I skate where the puck is going to be. And that's like, my favorite, one of my favorite quotes, just because it's it's all about setting you up for future success. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. And and think about organizational culture. What do we care about as leaders of, of a company, even if it's a small company? We care about retaining our employees. We care about employee engagement. We care about culture. And what I have seen is learning culture is the greatest driver of employee engagement and retention and overall culture you're trying to create. Think about yourself. If you're learning things that are valuable and you're enjoying it, you're stimulated. You actually have more energy. You're more productive. And there's a reason to be somewhere that you're making progress in other than just the commodities. And commodities today is pay, benefits, things like that. What's not a commodity and where you can differentiate is stimulating the sense of making progress and contribution of the individual. And if you do that well in your company, you're going to win and retain people and your company is going to grow. The other thing is that people, you can't create a learning culture with events or by just paying for something. Instead, you have to have an ongoing driver of culture and there's levers to drive a culture forward. So what are some of those things that help drive that culture forward if it's not an event? So event would be like a speech or something like that or a one-time course or things like that. So the three levers, I believe, is first of all, and I'm going to make this short because I know it's a quick conversation, so I won't go dive into all the details, but leadership. First of all, you can't create a culture that's different than what the leaders already possess within themselves. So the aspects of the culture you want to create, you better have it within you. And if you don't, you're going to drive something for a very short period of time because you will never drive something forward if you don't already have conviction within yourself by your own habits of doing it. So that's the first thing. The second thing is training. Training needs to be continuous, always happening, never stops, humanized. There needs And to be able to do that, you have to have simple production to constantly keep training in front of people. You need to do just-in-time learning 
and create heroes out of your employees, get the best practices from them, shoot a quick video, put it into a software like ours and bring it to life with engagement and gamification and rip it out to people with a text message notification over time, maybe two a week. And you're making heroes out of your people. Talk about driving learning culture. I want to be a hero too. I want to do a good job and be recognized for it. Oh, I like learning from my buddies and give people rewards. And the last thing is if you have HR, you need to help your HR. You need to help them go beyond compliance, which every HR person I'm talking to is starving to do, but has a hard time doing with so many things on their plate. They need to be released to simplify production. So you need to equip them to do that. And you need to embrace microlearning because it's way of the future. Yeah, good deal. You dropped a whole bunch of nuggets, man. Uh, Isaac, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. I have one last question. I noticed that your wife, Angie, has a cool blog, CourageousMom.com. And I want to give her a quick plug because my wife, uh, we're expecting a child soon. And uh, I just want to know, what's it like being a entrepreneur and raising seven children? How do you balance it all? You have to grow as a leader. I mean, the, the big, the big, powerful thing makes you that much better of a leader if you respond correctly. And so it takes great time management, it takes great support of your wife. Uh, you need to empower her. And the better a husband you are during the time of pregnancy, the more likely she will want to have more kids. Now, if you don't want to have more kids, it doesn't mean be angry or mean to her. But here's the thing. If you don't want to have more kids, I would challenge everybody here to just think about this one thing. Is your reason selfish? And if your reason is selfish for not having more kids, then you might be hurting the legacy you were meant to have. Dude, that's so powerful. We're going to leave on that note. How can people get in contact with you and learn more about Convey Your? Yeah, conveyyour.com, C-O-N-V-E-Y-O-U-R.com. There's a free demo you can just play with right on the site. Um, also, anywhere on social media, I'm Isaac Tolpin and also Resolute Man. So on Facebook, I'm The Resolute Man. On Instagram, I'm Resolute.Man. And you can email me anywhere, anytime at uh, Isaac at Conveyor.com. If you've recently started a business, why take away time from what you're good at? Only to focus on difficult, pesky HR problems. Jumpstart HR LLC offers a better solution. Jumpstart HR provides HR outsourcing support to U.S.-based small businesses and startups and was recently ranked among the top 10 HR outsourcing firms in the country, according to businessnewsdaily.com. From recruitment to employee handbooks to legal compliance, Jumpstart HR helps you get peace of mind about the people in your business. Visit jumpstart-hr.com for more information or follow on Twitter at Jumpstart HR. Jumpstart HR. Let's build a better business together. Thanks for listening to the Business Life and Coffee Show with Joey Price. We hope you're inspired to become the best version of yourself after listening to our guest. What thought or idea stood out the most to you? Keep the conversation going by tweeting the show at BizLifeCoffee or our host at Joey V. Price HR with the hashtag BLC Moments. And if you like what you just heard, pass along our podcast to at least five people. Detailed show notes can be found at www.businesslifeandcoffee.com. And our full archive is available on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Google Play. This has been a Jumpstart HR production. Join us next time for another edition of the Business Life and Coffee Show.